0: Lives with a song so you can sing along with my special guest star two for two You like to sing and dance and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today are two returning guests that I forced to come together in this epic episode. It's Scott Curland and Shady, everyone. Woo!
1: Hey, Johnny.
0: Hi. Hi. So this is another one where I got, where I picked i picked who's doing this one because as soon as the trailer came out for this movie <laughs> i think i texted both of you the same time and it was like you're doing it and the other this other person is your co-guest <laughs> the end
1: and, and i was like okay
0: and you both said you're both like sure why not uh, who is
1: this
2: <laughs> it's it's an a24 movie so it's very on brand
0: yeah so today we're here to talk about dicks. The musical. I'm sorry, I can't with it. This movie. Uh, okay, uh, I own musical. this
1: now because it was it was cheaper to to buy it than to spend twenty dollars to rent it. I own this now.
0: You're welcome.
1: Thank you. Are you. So,
0: you are so welcome for this gift from Baby Jesus. I'm sorry, Bo and Yang. Is question God. mark. so dicks came out in 2023 just a few months ago um it was written by aaron jackson and josh sharp music and lyrics by aaron jackson josh sharp and carl st lucy directed by larry charles and according to imdb a pair of business rivals discover their identical twins and decide to swap places in an attempt to trick their divorced parents to get back together (laughs) This movie is so stupid. I love yeah. it.
2: <laughs> so that, that right there, that, that plot summary, does not begin to describe the actual experience of this no. movie. It is so much more than the plot. All my, movies are more than their plot, but this one especially is just so much more.
1: My question is, was this a jab at Neil Patrick Harris? Oh. For, oh. Because, because of how I met your mother? Because like literally playing yeah. barney
0: oh i didn't even think of that see my brain went to is this the most offensive thing i've ever seen or is this the most brilliantly funny and has pockets of brilliance of like great performances in it
2: mm, have you seen Freddie got fingered
0: no <laughs> but i have seen movie 43
1: so uh,
2: well okay well, Freddie got fingered would make a very good double feature with this
1: oh, i think shit okay my so apparently my voodoo was signed in still at my parents house um and my dad's like what is dicks the musical i'm like don't watch it
2: (laughs) avert your eyes
1: (laughs) i will say i laughed i i thought this movie was really funny i was having a very shitty day and it did make me laugh but i can't remember a thing about this movie that isn't the parent trap plot (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the the songs really I think Megan Thee Stallion was there You can't remember The Sewer Boys? I will never forget The Sewer Boys
2: (laughs) That's so funny because I watched this movie in the theaters like what three weeks ago and I haven't watched it since and I've listened to the soundtrack a couple of times um, but otherwise I have not watched it since and I feel like I remember all of it so well
0: I watched this two and a half times already, so and now I also own it, and I'm very happy with that decision
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel i I need to own this movie now. I feel left out
0: you, yes, just just uh, yeah, you so know. you can
1: either rent it for nineteen dollars or you can rent it for twenty dollars or you can own it for twenty four dollars
2: mm, wow, see what a twenty four
0: did there twenty four dollars yeah. to buy it oh <laughs> branding uh, so. I don't know where to start with this. Well, all, all I did was the intro and was like, I picked you
1: two. <laughs> I would start with that title card.
0: Yes, they're so brave. These mm. two gay men are so brave for playing heterosexuals.
1: That's why I, I think yeah. it, the whole Neil Patrick Harris thing. I, I I don't
0: know. I thought it was just like them also like setting up the rest of the movie with those title yeah.
2: cards. to Be like, it's this also, is- well, yeah. yeah. It's also a little bit just a jab at, you know, anytime a straight actor plays a queer character and they're like, oh, my God, it's such a brave portrayal.
0: Yeah. And all the queer community is like, cast queer people. <laughs>
2: yeah. But it's also just like, yeah, they're playing a normal person who sometimes kisses an actor of the same gender instead of the other gender. Oh, wow. Acting so brave.
1: Like no, no, the brave acting comes at the end.
2: Yes, that's truly heroic. I have to say, but
1: (laughs) this
0: the fucking montage of the two of them just having wild, rough sex. (laughs) You mean? Are you talking about the song at the very end where they all
1: of it, all of it, like so? This was a UCB two-man show. Where mm-hmm. Josh and Aaron played every single character.
0: Yes. So the the UCB show was actually just called Fucking Identical Twins, the musical. But I guess that wouldn't sell. So they went with dicks instead.
2: Right. Makes sense.
0: <gasps> Which I, I-, I don't know if they mean if they're talking about the two characters are dicks or if they're actually talking about the characters dicks.
1: Wordplay,
2: John. I I know. (laughs) I
1: I think this is an Oscar Wilde double entendre.
2: (laughs) I do could have taken it a little bit further if both of their names were Richard. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. Or yes. Mm. Or something like that.
2: (laughs) Or like their last name was Richards.
0: Um. I do have to say, though, in all seriousness, I know we're like taking the piss and whatever, but like in all seriousness. Megan Mullally in this, needs to win all the awards.
1: Uh, Nathan Lane, too. Nathan, yes,
0: but like, okay, which which song was it? It was Lonely. Lonely, I, I... So I saw it in theaters, obviously. My mouth was agape the whole time, being like, what the fuck mm. am I watching? And then watching it at home, there's the rewind button. So I, would, I watched Lonely, and then I went back to re-watch it again. Because she is so... No, she, Oh, she's so emotional in this fucked up song. And so then... you
1: pretty much did what a five-year-old does when they're watching Lion King and they want to hear <laughs> Akuna Matata again.
0: Yes, I did. Uh huh.
1: Do hey, Akuna hey,
0: Matata, Megan Malali? Yeah.
2: I did
1: because so I, I broke it.
0: I I went deep with this one, everyone. I broke it down because, like in that song, Megan Mullally, I think is actually like playing it very serious, while Nathan Lane is going for the comedy. Because I yeah. mean. How can you not when you're singing about sewer boys?
2: Right. But there's also, it's brilliant because she is playing it straight and sincere, but still with that ridiculous voice.
0: Yes, but then... And she
2: still sounds beautiful, but also ridiculous.
0: And then when the two of them have that duet at the end, I am like almost in tears. (laughs) I am not kidding. I am not kidding. Because they... Because this is... Because they... They, oh my God, these two! Just give them all the awards. Give them a fucking Tony as well. While we're at it, uh, like,
1: yeah. I think this will probably get nominated for Independent Spirit Award, but that's it. Damn it! Okay. Not, I, not I don't the think
2: A twenty four is putting their their uh, power behind this one. They've got a few other releases. Yeah, no, but... I
1: think I think all of, all of the money from A twenty four is going to go for Priscilla.
2: What they're not yeah. gonna? Th-
0: this isn't gonna sweep the Oscars like everything everywhere all at once. Come on, everyone. No,
1: no. But question: Why did they go to a porno theater?
0: Everyone the everywhere comes at once, but presented but, by X twenty four.
1: Yes, <laughs> but all of the other movie titles too. But why? Why was he eating popcorn in in a porno theater?
0: Because that's what you do in a movie theater.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't. You don't get no matter hurt. what,
1: no matter what the
0: subject matter is,
1: it's you're just. Have it just when I saw that theater, I just it, it ew, like that, it was that's gross. your con-
0: that's your yeah. concern.
1: That's every, your you, one every don't wanna, concern. you don't want to be like
2: questioning if this is real butter on my popcorn or not.
1: No, I,
2: <laughs> I oh. I'm such
1: I'm such a prude that I would walk by that theater and be like, bah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, oh. I would turn it into the church lady so fast. <laughs> Be like, who's in there, Satan? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. This, like, I, I saw, so Shady and I saw this in theaters, not uh, not together, but I know I was just like my, you know those memes of like the brain exploding and everything, and that's mm-hmm. how I felt, and Literally, my jaw was like to the ground while watching this. Just
1: being like, just, how did they get away with all of this? Because it's a twenty-four. A twenty-four can get away with anything. Yeah, I mean, their franchise is a horror film based in the porn industry, <laughs> like X, oh, Pearl, and Maxine. Yes. Yeah. Their yes. their their Godfather trilogy. Their Star Wars. Is a horror adult film based. I, I, they let you know who they are from the very beginning.
0: I mean, yeah, and this one, they're so brave. Everyone involved they're is so brave,
2: so brave, so, so brave. brave.
0: But yes, Scott, earlier you asked if Megan Thee Stallion is in this, and yes, she is.
1: Oh, I know Megan Thee Stallion is in yes. this, but, but like, she was my favorite part of this. Her Nathan Lane, I loved mm. her in this yeah uh,
2: she was she was great um like honestly my only like flat for this movie outside of like bafflement and one other thing i'll bring up later but like my only real flat for this movie is that she was rather underutilized yeah and I thought assuming, that oh yeah if her character feels very shoehorned in like that's probably a character that was not in the two-man show and then they were like oh well we got to write this character and wouldn't megan the stallion be like the perfect person to play her
1: and so I don't know why it's a two man show because I know Bowen Yang was god in in their show cuz cuz he went to UCB with them.
2: He... I my impression of it or I was under the impression that it was largely a two man show but because it's an improv theater they would have, have like special guests join them like if they were in attendance that night or something.
0: I did see him on one of the late night shows talking about it just like seeing the show because he was on during the strikes and everything. And he was like, well, I wasn't cool enough to be part of their, their group. So he wasn't actually, he saw it. He wasn't, to him, he wasn't involved, but like, I don't know. I wish I could go back in time and see this. It sounds so stupid and absurd. I love it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I read um, an interview with the two stars writers creators whatever you want to call them the the two mans Uh the dicks
1: yeah Um, not bo burnham and and not uh andrew rannells
2: yeah um and they were talking about like how for them like one of the things that was so special about having that as a two-man show was like they would have this fun show but then they would just like go to a bar down the street and have like a huge party afterwards like basically every night So there was like a very social component to it as well, which sounds really fun. And I'm like, I wish I was cool enough to have been involved in UCB when I was in my early 20s so I could have been part of that.
0: I feel like though that this is like such like a big thing for them. Like, you know, they went, they were like, this is everything. So now Mm. my my question is like, what's next? Obviously we're laughing. We were somewhat enjoying this movie. Whether (laughs) you want to use that word or not, we enjoyed it overall
1: but
2: like it was entertaining no, I, yes yeah. it was
1: very entertaining it it really gets your mind off of things
0: it kind of like also made me feel like this is like a leslie nielsen type movie but for the 21st century where mm. they're going it's like the potty humor jokes quote unquote. yeah
2: it's also like basically 12 jokes a minute like it's just non-stop if you didn't laugh at the last one you'll laugh at the next one it's very mel brooks
0: Mm-hmm. and then and then her pussy flies
2: yeah oh my gosh that was so no. beautiful it was so beautiful I could not believe what I was seeing but I strangely felt empowered by it I was just like wow what a relationship she has with her own pussy
1: when um which one was it Trevor who's who's the one who not Andrew Reynolds the one who <laughs> lo- looks like Andrew Reynolds but isn't andrew rannells are you talking about
0: all mouth or short hair all mouth all mouth is aaron jackson
1: trevor right no i know it's aaron but what's his character's name trevor Trevor. yeah yeah his reaction to seeing the sewer boys is so (laughs) horrified but he tells that story about what he had to do with the flip-flop with his mom how is that not now there's two instead of just the
0: one now there's two
2: well, when you grow up with Megan Mullally as your mother, I feel like you just kind of take all of that in stride. But the Sewer Boys, that's brand new to him.
0: But also, his reaction to the Sewer Boys was my reaction the first time I
2: saw <laughs> I love the Sewer Boys. I love them. I think they're cute.
0: Um, I, I heard a fact that the reason why they're in diapers is because they did like sculpt Penises, basically, and then they were like, "Oh, this is a little creepy. Let's put them in."
2: It was the bridge too far. Yes, <laughs> like no. that's the line. It's- it's- Listen, well, they had a line and they finally crossed it.
0: Well, I guess that's considered nudity, and they didn't want to... They don't. I mean, for a movie that is they- about they are two minors. guys,
2: the, su- the sewer boys are minors because so they're I getting get younger.
0: It. Yes, yeah. Um but the for. A movie about two guys who claim to have all this sex, there isn't really nudity at all. No.
2: You no. See Especially for a movie that's called Dicks.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was expecting at least some boobies.
1: The opening shot alone. <laughs> when they do the side-by-side. Like, they're trying to do the thing that makes me laugh is that this movie is trying to do like a doris day rock hudson musicals but it they're doing it in such a way that when you realize what they're doing you're like oh god gross
0: (laughs) that's why i don't know if this movie is like real like amazing or not how do we is this how am i supposed to feel basically afterwards
1: I don't know. I
2: think think that is the right reaction. I think this is like one of those rare movies that is completely beyond any type of rating, any type of star Mm -hmm. system. It does not apply to this movie.
1: Well, the guy who directed it is Larry Charles. Mm -hmm. He did Mm -hmm. Borat. Oh, right. He directed Borat and uh, Borat 2. But he also did Curb Your Enthusiasm. So this is very much his style. Yeah. Being being gross. Oh,
2: my God. Being gross. Also, the improv component and being able to work with actors who do a lot of improv.
1: Yeah. I um, usually have a problem with movies that are under 90 minutes long.
2: Oh, I and, usually love that. I'm usually like, "Cool, get in, get out." Love well, the,
0: and this one is like just under. Right? Though. No,
1: it's... I no, I liked this. I, I I'm making an exception for this. But yeah, yeah, like yeah. on oh, yeah. on Bagel Basket, we just did my boyfriend's back, and that movie is like 76 minutes or 73 minutes,
2: mm-hmm. and it's Uh-oh.
1: terrible. But and it's the nineties. Yeah,
2: that movie also feels very much like a made-for-TV movie with all the commercial breaks taken out yes so you really notice how short it is this but, is like i love how short it is because i think if it was even 10 minutes longer you'd be like i'm checked be out too long it's yeah. anymore it's not funny want... you, you ran it into the ground
1: but i feel like we could have got an extra seven minutes with just megan the stallion
2: Like, okay fair yeah, yeah. you okay. could you
1: could tell that like Bo and yang wanted a scene with her and him oh of course like we needed that scene, and there are so many celebrity cameos in this who have like do nothing roles, besides Nick Offerman, but he's just there because his wife's there. But yeah, like, he's a wife guy,
0: and but, he's a beardless Nick Offerman, which I almost <laughs> yeah. flatted.
1: Yeah, th- that that's like w- weird. Um, but
2: it was a jump scare for sure.
1: But Darcy Carden is is in it from uh who Janet is she? From, she's. The nun. Oh, that's who that nun. Is.
0: Okay, okay. I
1: mean, yeah. she's in the the full
0: habit and everything. So I'm, I'm yeah. like, you sound familiar, but I, I don't know. I guess I needed the like boop noise from, from Janet. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> Just appearing. <laughs> Speaking of Megan Thee Stallion, um, it's interesting that like through like the comedy and through the story and everything that like they are making some sort of commentary. And she gets like the only feminist moment in this movie. which
2: (laughs) It is, but it's still like. Toting the line. Yeah. It's that, but also it's sort of making fun of specifically girl boss feminism where it's like, it's totally okay to be like an asshole in business. If you also happen to be a woman where you're like, oh, she's taking like this empowering message and pushing it so far where it's like, oh no, you're just an asshole like don't get me wrong i love when she talks about we could murder all of the men and then we would finally have equity yes also that's not equity that's that's gender side but you know Um, yeah but like it is that's i mean that's my favorite song because it does go so it pushes it just far enough where you're like ah yes it's funny
1: so i was saving this in my back pocket uh one of my friends, who I went to college with, she's in l a she is a makeup artist. She does makeup for megan the stallion for <gasps> music videos she she did the what? um makeup for thought shit
2: okay well, I just want to shout out your friend right now because Megan the stallion is like the most gorgeous woman on the planet, and she always looks so gorgeous
1: well she did did you see the music video for it? Yes. Um, I actually don't know. She Meghan designed the politician's pizza. mouth at the end.
0: Oh, I should watch this video now.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to say it on air. <laughs> for for anyone who hasn't seen, it, but but yeah, m- my friend, I'll, I'll shout her out. My friend Allie is amazing. She also does the makeup for um, "Would It Kill You to Laugh?" the Kate Berlant and um John. Uh, oh, Early. John
2: Hurley. Oh. yeah.
1: Oh, so nice. like when I saw the makeup, I I checked i was like did Allie work on this she did not because mm. she she was working on uh babylon but um this makeup yeah. wow. reminded me a lot of her style and I, I, was, I thought the makeup was really good
0: i was also surprised because i thought at least like during the faster moment of the out alpha the alpha the patter if you will in musical theater terms i don't know what to call it in rap terms
1: yeah she did I, a patter song i mean I, most of most of that, the songs in this are patter songs
0: but i thought at least megan D. stallion like would help write this with them be like you don't write rap right <laughs> all are white boys <laughs> you don't write rap and it turns out she did it so credit to the the these three guys who wrote this but i was like she sounds comfortable in this i know she's so was in probably else too, right? mostly like
2: another- had the flow like it was mostly her flow it's very much in it this sounds like a megan the stallion song like yeah. a, a little jazzy or accompaniment but um like more piano and everything but it sounds like one of her songs so i'm sure like the flow is her but like uh-huh. they really they did capture her voice lyrically i do think
1: my question is, did she do this the same time she was doing She-Hulk? Like, did she do one day on She-Hulk, then go to here, then go back to She-Hulk? I was go... like, let me
0: borrow this jacket. Bye. <laughs> Wasn't she
2: only in like five minutes of She-Hulk, though? Yeah. It was and? something she did in an afternoon. <laughs> so she had plenty of time to do this.
0: <laughs> She's like, hold on. We're we're changing scenes and everything. Great. Let me just go do She-Hulk. I'll be right back. <laughs>
1: also Bo and yang doing the whole narration at the beginning like it's a 1960s like informational video
0: like you could tell that they were clearly inspired by classic hollywood with yes oh yeah like that's the jumping off point and then that's it
1: (laughs) yeah I, i love how the whole thing is like hey know how there's all these rumors about rock hudson and the 1960s and tony randall well what if we just came out and said yes (laughs) yes
2: <laughs> I also love it because the plot is obviously referencing the parent trap but it's it's the older parent trap yeah. it's the Hallie Mills uh, that they're doing not the newer one with Lindsay Lohan like it's very much more in line with the 1960s version
0: to so keep, keep going with all like the 60s and everything
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I was trying to figure out what was the time period of this movie like Because at times it felt like it was the 60s, but then like they came out of movie theater and like all of these A24 movies. I think this is supposed to be just an ageless tale.
2: Yeah, I think I think (laughs) each each moment takes place in whatever time period works best for the joke.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, because no, now you're now you got me thinking like, I don't think I saw a cell phone.
2: No, there's no cell
1: phones.
0: And and like they're using a lot of like desk phones and everything like that for yeah. Roomba. Yeah. Let's just add a V in front of Roomba, everyone.
1: <laughs> oh, there are cell phones when they're when they're trying to get up their numbers on the Vroombas.
0: Oh right. But <laughs> that song that song is so this this, show, this movie is just so stupid. I love every second
2: of it. It's great.
1: I, Can we talk about Nathan Lane? Because I oh, he's yes. so good in this. I love how apparently he gives the same speech to his son every time he sees his son. Like, <laughs> I want you to know that I am a... And basically goes into the whole spiel. Of
0: uh, being gay, you mean? Or? Yeah.
1: Yeah, be, <laughs> because... I didn't
0: even think of that. I just, I thought it was brand new information. No, <laughs> the the one detail I black out every Be, because
1: because the other brother is like, yeah, I know,
0: and so does Megan Mullally. You're right because she's like, you fuck men.
1: <laughs> I also I love will- the dig at the Criterion collection.
2: I, I do. I'm just- i
1: have I have a bunch of Criterion's, but the the dig at the Criterion yeah. collection. <laughs>
2: I mean, yes, I'm just like a really big fan of how he's gay and straight. He's not bi. He's not pan. He's not fluid. He is gay and straight. And you now I've heard everything. I think that's beautiful.
0: And he's so brave.
2: He's so brave. They're all brave. Um, Um, John, did you happen to catch the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie?
1: No, I haven't. Okay. Oh, I know what it is.
2: Uh, it is out of 94 reviews, which means that nobody can submit another review. I am putting this out there. No professional Rotten Tomatoes approved critic can submit another score because it will ruin it. That is just enough reviews. that As it 69? It is exactly 69. So a single positive review will tip that to 70. A single negative review will tip that to 68. So there can be no more reviews.
0: So you hear that, everyone? Don't yeah. review this movie anymore.
2: Or... or it has to be two at a time, one positive, one negative. <laughs> we got to keep the balance. Like, gotta keep like it at 69. Stop, stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> we are. I also
1: th- I think that was a move done by the critics because if it goes to 70, it becomes certified fresh.
2: Mm.
1: Oh.
2: Oh, I, d- I didn't. I thought the certified fresh was like if it had so many positive reviews within a certain No, No,
1: it, it has to be over 70%. Oh,
2: because I've definitely seen some in the 60s that had certified.
0: Weird. Maybe then that people went in later and gave a
1: review.
2: Yeah, that's that's down. why I thought it was like based on a certain window of time.
1: I um, love some of the IMDb reviews from people. Did you read any of them?
0: Yeah, I don't. I I personally don't like to read reviews because I like to form my own opinion on
1: things. Um,
2: that's not what reviews are for. Also,
1: okay. I used to be a film critic, Johnny. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, no, but but some of these like parents like these are like parent reviews that didn't know what they were watching and they're like this is a crime I can't believe it I thought this was a movie musical about guys named Richard like
0: okay so I'm on IMDb the featured review is a one star
1: one Uh, out of ten stars
0: yeah it's titled absolute garbage and absolute is all in caps not garbage though um And it says, why this was even made into a film is mind-boggling. The schools, hospitals, and other services and charities that could use the money. Shame.
2: I mean, to be fair, sure. Um, But why do any movies exist in that case? And this one is on a comparatively modest budget. So...
1: Yeah, because A24 has a rule that they don't really make anything over $10 million, so.
2: They also can't really afford to. They are still, they're not a major studio.
1: They they can now because of everything, everywhere, all at once.
2: Well, no, they still don't have that much money to spend on a movie, though.
1: No, I know, I know. Plus, you can um, tell that this was one,
0: basically one set besides the Gilmore Girls set that they used, um, yeah. Oh no, yeah, they, they did. When they when they're outside for You Can't Give Up, when they're in the town square, that is that is Stars Hollow.
1: That's the oh, universal sure. lot.
0: Yeah. So, but That's like That's the
1: universal lot.
0: But like whatever their building is and then when they come out at the end, like that is basically their their lot. Their set piece that they've used the whole time that they just decorate differently for the different scenes. Mhm.
1: So, I, I mean, just, I do like the sewer. What they did with the sewer. It's so clean
0: to be a New York City sewer.
1: I was like, this is the cleanest sewer I've ever seen. It's a 1960s New York City sewer. You're right. It is
2: the same New York City sewer from uh, Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, (laughs) where they're just walking through a cavern until suddenly Toxic Sludge gets pushed through at midnight, like it always does, like it always does.
0: Right. Question,
1: did you you want the Muppets to show up at some point, like at the end of the movie. I wouldn't when be in, surprised. When when, the, when they're in the church at the end, that looked like the church for Muppets take Manhattan.
0: Listen, if like, yeah. if like any Marvel character also showed up, I wouldn't be surprised in this. Like if, if you, if, if enter anything here happened, it would, I would be like, yes, bring it with me at this point. I mean, once you get introduced to the sewer boys Anything's possible. Also,
1: I-, I don't know if you watch the, the, I have to say it this way, the Gilded Age. Um, but but Nathan Lane is on the Gilded Age and he plays a southern dandy gentleman. Oh my God. And he starts doing that voice in this movie. He starts accidentally going into it by accident. Which makes me think they were filming season two at the same time they were filming this.
2: Yeah, it was concurrent. And he just forgot what set he was on.
0: My favorite thing about his performance is that you can tell, even like the first time I watched it, so before going to the bloopers at the end, you can tell Nathan Lane was questioning every life decision he's ever made when he puts the ham in his mouth and spits it at these puppets.
1: Well, he used to, he used is to that... be very, he, he would go on talk shows and and purposely do spit takes. So I don't know. I don't know if he really was that offended by this.
2: It's not, not, think, not
0: offended. Like, just being like, this is where my career is right now. Okay. I think
2: it's more that it's the kind of thing where he probably like heard the joke and was like, great. Yeah, I can do that. And then he actually had to put this salty lunch meat in his mouth and spit it out onto a couple of puppets. And that's where he was finally like, <laughs> oh, the reality of this has finally hit me. And, the two, and this is what my this is what my entire career has led up to. Like,
1: of the two of the two people from the producers. I don't know if you've heard this story. <laughs> like I when Nathan Lane says that he's joking, but have you ever heard the um the Matthew Broderick Deck the Halls story? I don't think so. He was when he was making the movie Deck the Hall's the Danny DeVito uh-huh. one with uh-huh. him. He was so depressed that he was just sitting on the curb and he's just like, This is it. This is the bottom. <laughs> I don't I don't think Nathan Lane got to that point. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> no. no, I think Nathan Lane Nathan Lane knows Laurie like, Charles.
2: So, yeah. like, I think this might have been like just a brief flash where he was like, I was in the birdcage. And then just <laughs> had to keep spitting out lunch meat. <laughs> he I like, love- purposely
1: made his, his apartment look like the apartment from the birdcage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love that in the outtakes at the end, you could see each of the four main characters all have a moment where they're like, This is real. This is what's what's happening like like especially like Megan Mullally has it when she's holding the model vagina that she has
1: (laughs) pretty sure that was just a dog toy (laughs) whatever
0: it was (laughs) um Aaron and Josh both had it and like when they were doing the bed scene what is going on with this it's amazing like Megan Mullally to me steals the show um, as does Megan Thee Stallion and Nathan Lane, but really she does for in my mm. book.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of both of the Megans. Just incredible work, honestly.
0: And Bowen Yang is a fucking star.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, he is. He's <laughs> got to Ma- get off SNL. He's got to lose that burden and just go to Hollywood full-time.
1: This, this is the movie, this is the reason why he couldn't do Barbie because... This ran over. Mm. Oh, he was supposed to be Ken over Simu Liu. Mm. Oh, Simu did mm. it.
2: Wow. Last Wait, minute. hold on. I need to. I need to. Wait. I need to, this information. Need
0: to... Shady and I actually did see Barbie together. I yeah. went out. I went out to her. And we saw it,
1: and so now we need to. We
0: need to mull this because, one over <laughs> because
1: they they filmed at Pinewood Studios in in London. Mm. He, he uh. couldn't. Yeah, Bowen Yang couldn't go to London cuz filming went over.
2: That really I mean that that would drastically change uh the I am Ken number. Um Yeah.
0: Yes. That will drastically change the relationship between Ken and Ken.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Uh and the other Kens. Wow.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh they get <laughs> But he's so brave in this movie.
1: He's so <laughs> brave. I I like when at the end he transforms into the Beyonce, the Beyonce number. The the basically mm-hmm. from Lemonade. You know what I'm talking about.
0: The 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 royal, not the 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 not the royal. The the stained glass. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's clearly a shout out to the Lemonade, mm-hmm.
2: which tracks T- with my vision of God. First of all, mm-hmm.
1: because Titus does the same thing on Kimmy Schmidt. When yeah. Titus does a lemonade,
0: yeah. So whenever somebody brings up lemonade, I think of the yellow dress with the baseball bat.
2: Uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's kind of
0: that's kind of synonymous for me. But yes, yes. I see this, and it's just so like, I Boeing seems like the type of person who was just like, mm-hmm, yes, this seems right on track with who my brand and everything. I'll do this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to question me singing God is a faggot.
2: First of all, I mean, that's what I was always raised to believe. So <laughs> I get it.
0: I wonder how everyone's doing after the release of this, you know, like, well, how much hate are they getting? I mean, obviously, uh, there's a lot of reviews, but like, are they getting hate mail from groups? Are they being canceled?
1: Oh, most, de- I don't think they're getting canceled, but I'm, I'm definitely think there's a very famous group that's how I'm trying. Uh, to be very, uh, don't give.
0: The, do not put. Do not put their no. name on on this podcast. Even no. though nobody listens to this, do not put their name. Out.
1: No, but you know who I'm talking about. They protest a bunch uh-huh. of movies.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, there's a few. There's a few groups I've got. Organizations I have going through my brain right now. So we well, can let's just say Kevin Smith
2: though,
1: made a movie.
2: Yeah, um, about was, them. In a way, that's probably one of the really good things about this being an a24 release and technically an indie film and not through a major studio is it caught a lot less wide recognition uh outside of its niche audience in the first place like this was a movie that like premiered at a film festival it premiered at tiff but it premiered as part of the midnight showings um like Wasn't it is this
1: also at south by southwest
2: uh, it may have been. Um, I like a work in progress. It may have been. Um, because
1: if it wasn't, it should have been. <laughs>
2: yeah, I just know a few people I follow. Uh, caught this at TIFF. Um, at the midnight screenings, and like that was a great idea by A twenty four to do it there because it caught a lot less attention outside of the weirdos who want to see freak cinema like us.
1: Yeah. Um, I I'm predicting this is going to be a huge, huge cult film. Like, yes, oh, this is. It already going to run midnight
2: showings. Yeah, yeah. for for it decades. Is. Although, so
0: I'm looking on the IMDb page for this, and in all the countries that are listed that has premiered it, um, it stayed the same. The title, they haven't changed it. Like any Great. translation of it, right? It's even though so so
2: it's it's just in France it's Dicks Love Musical.
0: (laughs) Well, in Japan it's Dicks the Musical (in parentheses Japanese). So I'm assuming they just did the characters for Dicks the Musical. (laughs)
2: Love that.
0: I don't see a South by Southwest release on here. That's a shame.
1: That's an absolute shame.
2: It might not have been ready for South by Southwest. If well, they do that work, tiff, That's
1: they do works in progress. They did the work in progress oh, for true. "This Is the End" and the work in progress for, um, oh my God, uh, Scott Pilgrim.
0: Did you? Did did somebody say that this won the People's Choice Award for Midnight Madness at
2: TIFF?
1: Because um, if not, I just did. <laughs> shady, I think you said it right. Yeah,
2: okay. I I didn't say that part. I knew that part. Um, because again, I followed people who saw it and voted for it and everything. Um, uh uh-huh. But again, that that is specifically the Midnight Madness People's Choice Award, not the overall TIFF People's Choice right. Award. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, we yes. won the People's Choice Award for Midnight Madness. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I'm still honestly, I don't see anything about South by Southwest on either the Wikipedia or the IMDb page, and those what are my only two sources.
2: That What's is a shame. shame. I but,
0: did. I did see though that uh, in the trivia section of IMDb that it was originally set up as a 20th, 20th century Fox release mm-hmm. before the yeah, I saw that happened. Too.
1: So I was like,
2: oh. "Oh, you mean Disney didn't want to release this movie? No, you, they thought it was going to dilute the brand. What? <laughs> well,
1: that that makes me laugh because, like, as we all know, Warner Brothers is like shelving movies that are officially completed, like movies that." <laughs> have been made yeah um, but D-
2: disney is also permanently shelving fox releases that don't for- fit their brand either or they're
1: just hiding um, them. they're sending them to hulu and like under the rated art. like oh, well they're also
2: like old movies they're not like allowing repertoire theaters to show anymore like repertoire the- theaters that were always allowed to show certain fox releases are no longer legally allowed to show them anymore
1: that um because off. they don't like yeah, that.
2: Yeah, it's uh, really fucked up. Uh, the first year wow. it happened screwed over a lot of uh, small theaters, like Halloween plans, because like, suddenly they weren't allowed to show credit. French Connection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there were like a ton of... The one that they're still allowing repertoire theaters to show is Rocky Horror, because they know it would be too controversial if they pulled that.
0: And Frankenfurter is now a Disney princess, so...
2: Yes. Yep. Um, he's the Disney princess.
0: Of course, yeah. Along with God in this movie.
1: <laughs> How'd you do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This movie's amazing. So re-watching it, I was able to kind of pick up that like the quote-unquote twist at the end where they, <laughs> they are gay. Um mm. They kind of set it up throughout the whole movie I mean granted yes we have the title card at the beginning but like um, I noticed like other little details here and there like there's the woman outside one of the one of their apartment buildings has like the love is love rainbow shirt on the Broadway posters behind them are for a lot of them are gay related
1: yeah are you telling me that you did like an M. Night Shyamalan like Sixth Sense trying to figure out when Bruce Willis was dead with this movie
0: Yes, yes, I did. (laughs) Because they said it, they hit it so well the first time I watched it.
2: (laughs) They seemed very natural having sex with those women. Uh Very natural.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And talking about sex with women, they seemed very natural.
2: Like they were, those were guys who, they were telling the truth. They knew all of the things.
0: Although I do love their calendars are just sex, 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 sex. Big meeting. (laughs) Sex, 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 sex. sex.
1: I, I love how they they're like, wait, why don't we work here anymore? Oh, we've been gone for two weeks. Must have been the, the wigs.
0: The wigs. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Oh my God. I feel part of me also wishes <laughs> that the three of us could have watched this together and then recorded this episode oh, <laughs> i think collectively yeah. we would have all lost our goddamn minds
1: well i live in yeah. boston so
0: and i live in new york and shady lives in jersey so we're tri-state <laughs> kind of
2: uh, yeah a different tri-state <laughs> different tri-state. <laughs>
0: last question i have and then we can go to stripe and Flat, or we can keep talking about this um so there's there's a moment when craig is meeting his mom for the first time that he like laughs and uh at a moment that's not really that funny and part of me was just like is this him breaking <laughs> is this this character breaking or is this like actually like supposed to be in the movie because i couldn't i honestly couldn't tell i couldn't it, tell it felt so yeah. natural of a laugh like it was, oh my god! I'm
2: sorry, but how could you be working on that set and not laughing all of the time?
1: Yeah, like
0: the the end, the end of Evelyn's song. I was that's when I wrote down, just give Megan Mullally all the work, all the awards, because the fact that she was able to. Now I don't know because I wasn't there, but at least the editor. Okay, so give the editor of that all the songs because they managed to get a clean take and a clean visual take from her like an audio and a visual take because my those words put together are just are some crazy crazy shit yeah (laughs)
2: Uh, they're i i think the lyrics are beautiful i think wow
0: gilbert and
1: sullivan
2: i'm waiting
0: i'm waiting for cabarets in new york to like people to add this in their sets (sighs) uh
2: yeah (laughs) maybe
0: (laughs) just have alpha the alpha out alpha the alpha as you know somebody's like and so i left my husband out alpha the alpha no yeah no we tried okay uh i tried i'm hey (laughs) john i love you so much (laughs) they're not all winners everyone um Uh, anything else, anybody, or should really we go into sharp and flat?
1: Oh, so I looked up Aaron Jackson, who who plays Trevor. Okay, but the and hair. if you, yeah, the hair. Okay, but if you click on him, there is another Aaron Jackson, if it's the guy from California Dreams, the TV show. <gasps> oh, it redirects you from from that one to. Aaron Jackson
2: who did who did did Aaron Jackson California Dreams play
1: it was um Sly's cousin Mark Winkle
2: wow okay sorry um just hearing the name of that show unlocked like a very deep like core memory for me uh (laughs) watching all of the uh NBC teen dramedies on Saturday mornings (laughs) with like Saved by the Bell California Dreams hang time (laughs) sorry that was very core (laughs) to me I'm sorry (laughs)
1: oh don't forget city guys
2: c-i-t-y you can see (laughs) why
1: these city guys
2: i don't remember the rest of the song i just remember that part. (laughs) john i'm so sorry
0: out alpha the alpha
1: (laughs) but yeah so i feel bad for this aaron jackson because it's getting redirected to the california dreams guy who looks very scary now oh no oh Oh, yeah no. Yeah.
0: oh so it turns out that I'm looking on the IMDb page as well Backpack and Whisper have are played by two different actors good for that
1: yeah Tom Kenny is one of them
0: Tom Kenny is Backpack and Frank Todaro is Whisper <laughs> surprise, Interesting.
2: surprise I'm just very surprised because I didn't even think to look up the uh, performers who brought my two new favorite characters to life sorry i feel about backpack and whisper the way that like people feel about baby yoda like i want (laughs) to buy like mugs shaped like them i want to i want to get like balloons that look like them i want them on my birthday cake i love them i think they're cute
0: because when they (laughs) the trailer was so smart because like when they were like starring this person and this person and this person and the sewer boys i'm just like what the fuck am i
2: missing yeah (laughs) they're disgusting they're gay culture i mean they're gay culture yeah
0: i i i feel like i I, i'm having a little fomo not having a a, my own sewer (laughs) boys that's
2: what i'm gonna get you for your birthday john i'm gonna get you i'm so looking forward to them
0: i'm so looking forward to them reading my mind and drinking blood uh
1: (laughs) yeah frank frank todaro is starscream from transformers
2: oh Okay, I was going to say that name sounds familiar, but I didn't I couldn't like pin down a character at all. So, no.
1: he also <laughs> does a ton of anime.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh wait,
0: Darcy Cardin was the neighbor, not the Oh yeah, nun. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. who it was. Uh Amy it- Jo Jackson is the is the nun at the end, who is another New York actor. So,
1: I I know of the name. Oh. I'm thinking of Amy Jo Johnson um, from Power Rangers? Yeah, I was thinking of it. I was like, the Pink Ranger? No. Susie Q? No, not Susie
2: <laughs> Q. Susie <laughs> Q. Wow. All
0: right, let's get into sharp and flat, shall we? Sharp. Flat. So, in this section, we're going to highlight some moments whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. If we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. I want to start with flats because I really don't have that many. I only have one. And my flat is like some of the bits go on for a little too long. Mm. Like there's that, there's that. I think I wrote this right after that moment with Megan Mullally pointing at a wall. Be like, no, that one. No, that one. And I was like, this is a little too much, a little too far.
2: Mm. Now I can get that. That that's always the trouble you run into with these comedies that are based around improv comedy is like, okay, sometimes we need to know when to kill the bit and move on.
0: Right, and and that's why when at first Scott, when you were like, I could use a little more time in this, I was like, no, 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 they already cut it right. But to add for Megan Thee Stallion, I will concede to that. Yeah, give her another scene and a song, maybe.
2: Give her two songs.
0: Give her two more songs. Yeah.
1: Give Bo and Yang another song. Give Bo- actually give Bo and Yang a solo.
0: That's yeah. I will concede to Bo and Yang getting a solo and Megan Thee Stallion getting another scene and a song. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um that's,
1: that's my flat that there's not enough of those two.
2: Yeah. And yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna third that. Third? Uh, yeah. Second? I don't know what number we're on.
0: Well, all of us are agreeing, so
2: Okay, great. <laughs>
0: Also,
2: one, two, three. <laughs> or if
1: they're going to add something, I wish they gave the father a boyfriend and I wish it was Nathan, it was Matthew Broderick.
2: <gasps> oh, that would have been great.
0: Or I'm going to throw this one in the ring Hank Azaria. Get a little Agador Spartacus going on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <sighs>
0: but not Agador Spartacus because that's copyright. So, yes. <laughs> so it'd have New to pastor, be like,
2: but still, still a, you know, a, a callback. <laughs>
1: Yes. I, I just would, like be all the stock and bloom. <laughs> mm. I yes, yes. Well yeah.
0: oh, hey, why can't he have two boyfriends?
2: <laughs> and a wife.
0: And a wife. <laughs> Who doesn't have a vagina? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um so uh, uh Scott, is that all of your flats or um
1: I'll I'll give a flat to uh his no could have been longer. When when he sees the sewer boys, the oh no, the no! no, no. no. <laughs> his uh, he does he
0: he does that crazy thing with his voice, and I just lose my mind because I'm laughing so much. I'm well, like, this is a gift, man. Never also, lose that.
1: <laughs> I'll give a flat to those wigs because when the short wig, but it's supposed to be he, shitty. I know, it, I know, it, but. He looks like David it Looks exactly like Neil Patrick Harris' his husband.
0: Maybe that's the joke, too, if they're taking stabs at, at him playing a straight character. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's very brave.
0: It's very... It's so brave.
2: It's so brave.
0: Uh, Shady, what you said a flat earlier. What was it? it remind me.
2: That was not enough Megan the Stallion. Right. Um,
1: we all agree on that. We
0: all agree,
2: yeah. yes. So and you're adding other,
0: Bo and, Bo and Yang to that.
2: Yes, yes, well. adding and Yang. And now Matthew Broderick and or Hank Azaria. Um, <laughs> not enough of them either, I guess. Not them at all.
0: <laughs> what were they doing? It was the pandemic.
2: Yeah, yeah come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, this is my big one is that, and I, I can't even really fault the movie for it, but I'm going to anyway. I will never be able to replicate The experience of watching this movie for the first time in a movie theater, two seats away from a woman about my age, who I don't think she really understood what movie she was seeing. She came with a friend and (laughs) I think her friend just said, hey, do you want to see this movie, Megan Thee Stallion's in it or something like that? And she was like, yeah, okay, sure. And like, I wish I could have timed it. It was like exactly on the minute, every four minutes, she would just go real loud. "What? What? What? Like, it was amazing. I loved it. I love this is part of why I love going to movie theaters um, because you don't get that experience at home. And like I wish I wish I could have that woman watching this movie with me every time I watch it. I want that.
0: After you buy it because you're going to buy yeah. it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I would I I would buy it if I was going to have that like like they should add that audio commentary track.
0: <laughs>
2: I would I that should be when they add this to the Criterion collection, that should be one of the audio tracks that they add, one of the commentary tracks that they add. Is somebody Stop. just going, what? <gasps> every every few minutes. It would be amazing.
1: I, I would like a, a Criterion commentary track from Werner Herzog watching it. <laughs> but now this boy thinks that it's him, but it's really his brother. <laughs> love is love. <laughs> there is no
0: god that's why it's funny ha ha ha, ha.
1: <laughs> It's funny cuz her name is Megan Zistalian but she is not a horsey,
0: <laughs> not a
2: horsey.
0: <laughs> actually that's a good segue into sharps because my first sharp in all caps with so many exclamation marks afterwards is Megan Thee Stallion by the way I wrote a lot of my notes watching it last night when I was not sto- not sober so <laughs> <laughs> so and I still had the same thoughts this morning when I was sober and I rewatched it from the beginning uh, <laughs> um so Megan the Stallion I also sharp bone yang uh Sharp to Megan Mullally and Nathan Lane for the batshit crazy things they said and did in this movie, and yeah. did it and committed. I also sharp that they had an ensemble, but was uh, probably because of COVID. However, they had like body inclusivity in the ensemble. Yep. They're not all mm-hmm. the ripped guys that you see currently. Um, I sharp lonely because that song, man, I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> it's so good Johnny's um,
1: stealing all the sharps
0: yes <laughs> sharp to the dolly track uh, uh, when it pulls back and you realize that they live in the same building <laughs> the visible yeah. oh, dolly yeah.
2: track. oh it's so good it,
0: it's like they go through all the different types of humor in this you have slapstick yeah. you have raunchy you have you know detailed wit and everything so Right there. Um, I also sharp God's costume at the end, the lemonade costume. Um, and then I have another sharp of some of the camera work in this is just so I- I'm gonna say it again, it's brilliant. There's that. There's what I like to call the wobble at the end of, um, no one understands <laughs> where they yeah. where they are like no one understands, and then they shake hands like little shit like that. I'm like, this is really this is very inventive. This movie and i'm here for it and like yeah they
2: they don't stop it at just what the jokes on the page are they're like okay and now how can we add a visual gag how can we use the camera mm-hmm. because this is film this isn't theater anymore how do we make that like work in our favor it's very clever a lot of what you're talking about
0: but also they do pay respect to theater like having an ensemble mm-hmm. uh where they are pl- like you see the same people in the different scenes there's that one guy and I'll always be on top and uh, you can't give up who rips open something. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I Or have him do it a third time, please. I need rule of threes here. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Scott, you're next.
1: Um, gay Old Life. That I mean, when Nathan Lane in that scene was... Hysterical, yeah. um. Any any time Megan Mullally came on, and as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good." Also, the way she said "sand," <laughs>
0: oh yeah. How did you two feel about her lisp? I know some people are like hot and cold about it.
1: Well, I know why they did it because of the music, man. Like,
2: yeah, and I I think I think. Uh a less funny actress it would have gotten really old really fast um i think she is just the right performer to do a gag like that because it's not just that he, she has a lisp. Lisp. she's still finding ways even through that to deliver every line in a way that's totally unexpected and still hilarious she's not using that as the joke
1: yeah it, it's kind of like the nick Krull on big mouth when he does rick like, that voice could get really annoying really fast. Yeah. But it gets funnier and funnier because he knows how to make the voice funny and when to use it. Yeah. Like, so
0: I, There are moments where she doesn't do it, so at least, you know, it's not every time. Like, Lonely, I can't remember her really using the lisp as right. like, heavy as in, as in Evelyn's song. But, yeah, I was just asking because I was, I was like, we didn't talk about it, and this is our chance to. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So. And out Alpha the Alpha is definitely a sharp. Um, I think the whole nineteen sixties look is a, a sharp. Just the way they made mm-hmm. that in digital using yeah. like digital cameras and made made it look like film.
2: Yeah. Oh, it I did. see I understand. It, yes. It, yeah. It, it, it's so easy to do something like that and it ends up looking cheap or artificial. Yeah. On digital cameras. And they figured out the right way to do it like they, they probably the had in. Steven
1: Soderbergh or like, like David Fincher being yeah. like this is how you do it. this is how I did it for Mank.
2: Yeah, they they had they had uh, Roger Deakins like just like advising the DP.
1: Um we my student film in college, we wrote to Roger Deakins on how to do something and he responded. <gasps> and we're like in Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, how did you do that shot with the light in the train? Coming through, and he's like, "Oh, we just ripped the lens off the camera." I'm like, "Oh, we can't do this. This is this is rented film equipment. <laughs> <laughs> we I don't I,
2: have the budget." But I have a feeling while
0: I have a feeling while they were hitting up all these other directors, Jamie was like, "When I did La La Land, and everyone just no like, one asked shut you, up.
2: <laughs> no, no, shut up, no,
0: <laughs> Scotty, any more sharps?
1: No, that's a bit about it."
0: Okay, Shady, I know we all, we took a lot. I took a lot of them. <laughs> they oh, almost no, sharp the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I mean, I'm going to second a lot of what both of you have already said. Um, you know, just like a general thing, I love a movie that you kind of can't compare closely to anything else, even though the plot is wholly, obviously, I won't say rip-off, I'll say homage to a previous movie, which has also been remade. It's so wildly different and like goes into such different territory, so many different themes. And I like that as much as it is an absurdist comedy, it does still have like cogent themes that it's working with. I am risking taking this way too seriously right now. Okay. And maybe applying an analysis where it is not warranted, but that's what I love to do. Um, See also every episode that john and i did for this podcast about the disney channel zombies movies
0: um oh no like
2: i do really love i i'm like not joking about it this time i do think it's kind of brave that they end this movie it feels like to me what they're doing is a giant big fuck you middle finger to people who are like well, if we legalize gay marriage, it's a slippery slope to, like, yes. allowing incest and stuff like that. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. This is incest. How about that? And so, yeah. I like, did like- it. I love that it's like, it went, like, full into that and was just, like, a big challenge to those kinds of people. And, like, how ridiculous it is that they even think that because it is obviously, like, ridiculous that these identical fucking twins- Wait, sorry. Fucking <laughs> well, identical twins.
0: Well, identical- Um, oh right god said fuck you they are right you're right they are identical. yeah
2: yeah (laughs) but you know i think like i think it's like kind of like a really funny but also pretty powerful fuck you to those kinds of people who are against uh marriage equality Mm -hmm. um it did feel like
0: a lot of the lyrics in that song were from like tweets or posts or something oh they
1: definitely were
2: oh yeah um so I love that. Uh, again, I'm maybe putting analysis in where it doesn't belong and it was just that it was the funniest way to end the movie. Well, also you, Also valid.
1: This this comes out the same year that you also have Nick Offerman do the most beautiful episode of The Last of Us. Like mm, one yeah. of the most beautiful episodes in any type of media medium, television, film. And then he's doing this. Yeah. Playing a very opposite character than what he, he just played.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it. where was where was Murray Bartlett for this movie? Um
1: I would have loved Murray Bartlett as God.
2: Uh, oh, that would have been that would have been pretty good. That would have been pretty good. But I mean like i yang.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: Yeah. How um, the yang is Jesus then?
1: i would have loved Bo and yang to play one of the twins i know like it's aaron and josh's show but yeah. we're identical twins
2: um and then the last thing i'm gonna sharp that we haven't mentioned yet is i want to sharp in particular the lyric life's a fucking hand job and i always play to win because i think about that lyric all the time and i laugh every <laughs> Forgot time about I just, that one it's That's just really line. good
0: which one was that one in that, that was in out of no
2: that was in, uh, when they're in, when they're in Stars Hollow, um, fuck, what's the name of the song?
0: Oh, oh, uh, You Can't, uh, You Can't Give Up. Yes. Which, is it me, or did No One Understands feel like maybe from Annie?
1: Oh, yeah. You <laughs> know, it, it also felt kind of like You, Me, but Mostly Me from Book of Mormon.
0: Oh, yes. But I was, yeah. I was going on the parody train, you know, where they're like, yeah. maybe far away. Yeah. Um... Would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist?
2: Out Alpha the Alpha. Yeah, that, that's the one.
0: That one and Lonely I wrote down.
2: Lonely is pretty great, yeah.
0: I did buy this album, so I do listen to it sometimes. <laughs> but I do really... like In between
1: re- of listening to Stop Making Sense. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Actually, yes, you're right. I have. <laughs> and I do listen to Out Alpha the Alpha a lot because it's just so fucking good. <laughs> um, And on that note everyone we were so brave we were as brave as these people i yep, have to say so
1: brave Very uh brave.
0: we're done with the episode huzzah uh what do you have to plug or promote let's start with scott
1: uh i got hell is a musical i got Rider's bagel basket when scary met stabby just ended we we had a huge guest this year we had uh uh jonathan kesselman the director of the hebrew hammer we had him do last night in soho um good choice good choice and, Yep. and then uh, we're going to start recording for next october and january because nice. we can't keep rushing
0: it. no yeah
1: we we can't be like film recording and cramming them all in so yeah got lives. that lives <laughs> another <laughs> <Yes>. podcasts <laughs> yes other three podcasts uh shady
2: I have another podcast with John. Um, it's still it's still out there, and it's still still gonna happen. Uh, but it's called Movie Deja Vu, and I I don't think we could. I mean, maybe we could do this with the Parent Trap, but I don't think we could do this movie with no, on that podcast. That. It's just too different.
0: No, no, but uh,
1: I I gave Johnny a good one that that you guys could do.
2: Oh, I want to know.
0: Oh, I totally forgot. Can You remind me. I'll I'll tell you off, mic. Okay, great.
2: Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, that's called movie deja vu. You can find it wherever you're you're listening to this one. And then if you wanna follow me on Twitter, I am at cookie o shady.
0: What kind of dessert are you today?
2: Twix, because <laughs> they're fucking identical right. twins.
0: <laughs> yeah, are you left
1: Twix or right Twix?
2: I don't know which one has. Which the way long do you lean? Hair. Which
1: way do you oh. lean? <laughs> Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I I meant it because like,
2: no, no, to, to differentiate like between the left and
1: right twists, they just have one going on the machine backwards. <laughs> That's how they do that. That's how they do that. Guys.
0: Besides the label on the outside,
1: <laughs>
0: very fascinating. Um, and if you, I don't, I don't know what to ask at the end of this episode if. If you have more fun facts about Dicks the Musical, I'd love to hear about them. You can email me at bodasongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, I'm still calling it Twitter, and TikTok, at bodasongpod. Uh, yeah. And if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, we are starting our holiday season. <sighs> I can't believe I did this. With Christmas at Pee-Wee's Playhouse, otherwise known as Pee-Wee's Playhouse Christmas Special. Which title is it? who knows uh scott and Shady, thank you so much this is exactly how i pictured this episode would go (laughs) uh and thank you everyone for listening and bye for now special thanks to justin johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to nick bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.